Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now hey everybody just real quick before the show started uh this is steve and i just wanted to let you know for all the latest information on our podcast Hit us up on Twitter at E-I-L-F Movies. That's everything I learned from movies. We're also on Instagram and Facebook. If you're looking for incredible art or maybe gifts for an upcoming uh, birthday or Father's Day, Mother's Day, anything like that, Christmas, uh, you can check out Izzy's art at untidyvenus.etsy.com. You can also find us on all the uh, podcatchers like Podbean, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts or iTunes, whatever they're calling it these days, Podcast Addict, uh, basically... Google us, you'll find us, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. All right, on with the show. Everything I learned from movies With a one last plot holes a gratuitous It's time to get busy with your friend Stephen We all live in the age of information. We're sitting on the most perfect beach in the world, and all we can think about is where... Where can I hook up my bottom? Every trace of our existence is computerized. Everything about us is encoded somewhere on a complex network of information. Computers your life, aren't they? Yes. Perfect hiding place. Computer analyst Angela Bennett was just doing her job. Oh my God. When she stumbled onto something. What is this? She never should have seen. I plugged it in and I'm staring at the personal medical files of the Undersecretary of Defense, Michael Bergstrom. Someone's tapped into the system. How long would it take to track her? Depends on how long she stays online. Something. Why would anybody want to do any of this? that reaches farther than she could ever imagine. They hack into computers and they cause this chaos. Wall Street. The market panicked as officials suspended trading. The Department of Water and Power in Atlanta. LAX. We've lost radar contact. Now. It's fun to the go. Her world. You can make a reality, won't you choose? According to the Department of Motor Vehicles, you're Ruth Marks. They, they, they've screwed with my information and, and my fingerprints. I don't understand why me. Infiltrating her life. Find whoever she's been speaking to. No, he was not a diabetic. Where? And erasing her identity. We've got an outstanding warrant for Ruth Marks on federal charges. I am Angela Bennett. Just give us the disc and we'll give you your life back. She has the evidence. She's got me the disc. Clever girl. But they have the power. This summer, Sandra Bullock is caught in the net. Yeah. 
<laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything I Learned From Movies. And tonight. Oh, tonight. Uh, we are celebrating the 25th anniversary of the internet. Yeah! <laughs> With the summer blockbuster, <laughs> 1995's The Net. Ooh, blockbuster, you say? Blockbuster. And, uh, you know, not only does it mean the internet, <laughs> but it's also movie's most effective weapon of all time. It a really net. is. Get I have it? yet to see a character defeat a net in a movie. Right. Or an ape. <laughs> uh, I guess apes are characters, but yeah. <laughs> but luckily, we're not alone for this one. <gasps> Should I put on pants? Yeah, it's your choice. <laughs> uh, but we have Greg and Lauren from the Movie Date Night podcast. Welcome. Hey, thank you very much. Thanks for having us. I, I gotta say, whenever I see someone use a net in a movie, I always think to myself... I could get out of that. Come on. Well, and, and that's just it. It's always like, oh, psh, I've been in a net before. You can get out of that in like two two seconds. It's just like, up oh, there's the end and I'm out. But Like, I'm sorry, but in, in Return of the Jedi, when they get caught in the Ewoks net, I'm like, just climb up and cut it. And then you can get, the holes are big enough, you can climb through that thing. That's the other thing is that usually, like, it's really hard to climb up a rope net thing like that well they need it to do more deceptively easy. they need to do more pull-ups <laughs> yeah it's okay, all upper warrior. body strength and... <laughs> <laughs> uh before we get started with that babe i'm a little thirsty how about you oh absolutely excellent well let's see we got over here uh oh we have uh a spaten oktoberfest Oh, it says uh, Meritzen, 5.9%. Uh, it also says malt liquor. Huh. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> uh, so as long as it's not malt vinegar. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Interesting. All right. Well, allow me one moment and I'll pop my top here. <clears throat> oh, my top! Dude, that didn't have a whole lot of carbonation to it. <laughs> Is this because we have the Utah edition one? That uh, it's like weird? I've yeah. never seen malt liquor on a Spaten before. Yeah. Well, it, it's uh, bottled in St. Louis, it says on the back here, but um, it may also be kind of old. Uh, yeah, so, and the poor. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Well, it's got some foam. Yeah, it's got the color of a Meritzen. Yeah. Don't worry, you'll get a little more. <laughs> it, like a life, smells a little skunky. Ooh. Yeah, it's in the nice uh, green bottle. So it's which, probably uh, a little light damage. It's got a uh, off-white foamy head, lots of tiny bubbles. Steve's gone in for the sip. If you hear crunching in the background, one of our marvelous hunting kittens has found a piece of trash, her greatest hoard. Mm. Yeah, it's definitely not the uh, freshest Oktoberfest I've ever had. It has a little bit of a skunk note to it. Mm. Yeah. A little bit, huh? Yeah, a little bit. I'd hate to see what you call a lot. Yeah. All right, we're going to... You know what? We've had that fresh before. It's a lot better. Uh, uh, if you can get us uh, Spaten fresh, it is delicious and amazing. Or if you can even just get it out of a keg, but in the bottles in the U.S. is difficult. It's probably, it's probably been sitting in a liquor store for a while. Let's see if I got a born on date. This is the 07 2020? I'm going to guess that's when it was supposed, yeah. when it's supposed to be drunk by. Probably. All right. Well, ah, surprise, everybody. <laughs> Expired beer. Uh, are you guys drinking anything on your end? Yeah, I've got some Leitungswasser here. It's, um, you know, got dihydrogen uh, monoxide. Um, <laughs> you know, it's it's room temperature, so it's not too bad. And I have it in a nice black, um, slightly damaged IMAX mug. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. It's a uh, smooth, refreshing beverage on a hot day, if I remember correctly. 
Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Well, 1995's The Net. Yeah. <laughs> From director Erwin Winkler. Who's he, Steve? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Uh, he has directed other movies. Uh, Guilty by Suspicion, Night in the City, this... At First Sight, which I've actually seen. That's the hey! uh, Val Kilmer's Blind and Elizabeth yes! Shue. Yes. Oh, my God. I've yeah. seen that movie, too. Oh, no. Uh, D. Lovely. Yeah, like Hold D. On. Hyphen Lovely. Didn't they used to play At First Sight after they would play The Saints on, like, TNT or something? Or like a Val, Val Kilmer, Kilmer weekend? weekend? Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, and Home of the Brave. He is also a producer of The Gambler, like the, the original one. Uh, the Rocky series, Raging Bull, Goodfellas, okay. The Mechanic, and mm. Wolf of Wall Street. All right. So, yeah. This was also so we're written- saying he oh. should stick to producing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <right. laughs> uh, well, this was also written by John Bracado and Michael Ferris. Who are they, they, Steve? Well, this was their first hit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then they followed up with, uh, well, <laughs> podcast father like the game, Terminator Three: Ooh. Rise of the Machines, Ooh. Catwoman. <laughs> Yeah. Ooh. And Terminator Salvation. Oh. So just got worse and worse in that gold. list. <laughs> Podcast gold. But it makes sense a little bit because we kind of kept saying that this movie reminded us of the game. Yeah. yeah. It. it did. This is the female version of the game. We'll get yeah, into it. The, but yeah. The not as good female version of yeah. the game. <laughs> the one thing I remember about the game was she sexually harassed me. <laughs> or, or no, no, wait. No, sorry. That's disclosure. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say, that's the disclosure. other Michael Douglas one. <laughs> yeah. Also, this movie has um, the same uh, TV news anchor as in the game that old yeah. Matt. I'm like, so clearly oh, yeah. he just likes that guy. <laughs> wait, is that Erwin Winkler? <laughs> I can get me a spot in this movie, you know. Uh, but of course, the net stars Sandra Bullock as Angela Bennett, uh, Sandy B, Jeremy Northam as Jack Devlin. And, of course, everybody's favorite, Dennis Miller as Dr. Alan Champion. <laughs> Probably gave himself his name, I would guess. <laughs> but we start out. How does this one start out again? <laughs> uh, she's. Oh, that's yeah. Oh, that's question. right. She, she's she's doing, in her apartment. Yeah, she's in her apartment doing the uh, yeah. customer service or whatever. The, well, the... Oh, it's... No, actually, it starts out with the um, that senator killing himself. Oh, yeah. yes, that's oh, right. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's the right. guy's oh, so like, okay, kid, two hours of Nintendo for every one hour of homework, right? Bang. Don't yeah. Yeah. Well, but he's also like eating the apple. And of course, that's the international movie sign of being an asshole. So. Yep. <laughs> hey, babe, can I get rid of the cat real quick? Do you want me to go take her trash? I mean, it's probably coming up louder than we are. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> just guessing. Say that. Yeah. Oh, it's right. not even the trash kitten with it this time. It's the other one. The trash the kitten. Trash so, kitten. so wait. It's not the trash kitten that has the trash and is also a kitten. It's the trash. <laughs> See, we're horrible parents. We locked ours in a room. Yeah. Uh, I w- we bribed them with food and then locked them in the dungeon. <laughs> I call it the oubliette. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Lock, lock them in the dungeon, babe. No. no, we lock ourselves in the dungeon. Lock them upstairs. We try. Find, always find their way in. We should never give them the keys. Right. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, the senator or secretary or whatever, he uh, basically is on the phone with somebody. Like, okay, there's no way this could be an error. Okay, cool, thanks. Yeah, then, yeah, calls his yeah. son. Oh, talks to his wife like, yeah, just, you know. I'll be a little late for dinner or something. Wait out, yeah, wait for a walk. It's been a hell of a day. Love you too. Kaplow. (laughs) That's right. And then we cut to Sandy B 
at her home, uh, basically debugging Doom. It looks like <laughs> it was Wolfenstein. It was thank Wolfenstein. you very much. <laughs> uh, okay. And then, and then while she's doing that, she's kind of being like sexually harassed by her boss. He's like, "Come on, come have dinner with me." And she goes, "No, I'm good, thank you." He goes, "Oh, come on, you should come out and have dinner with me after you're doing such a good job. Let me take you out to dinner." Yeah, yeah, a little inappropriate dinner proposal. Um, and, then, and then she orders a pizza online, and they're like, oh, $14 large pizzas. I remember those. Oh, I feel like that's the biggest lie of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> the cost or the fact that you could order pizza online in, what, 1995? Can't it yeah. be all of it? <laughs> By the way, how was she able to do that while also being on the phone? It's a complete conundrum. <laughs> She had amazing dial-up. I think she probably had two different phone lines installed into that little house. I think that would take like three phone lines. I will. I will say, like, I did appreciate, even though as a hacker or computer programmer or whatever it is we want to call her, um, it had a little bit, a little bit more realistic computer interactions going on right. and screens. It wasn't like in Hackers where like, yeah. it's like a, a video game that they're going through. And... Right. It's not like, or like in Jurassic Park where each file is its own like building a cityscape. Yeah, And they have exactly. to like fly through the buildings to find the open pens. Yeah, file. like this at least looked like recognizable computer stuff. <laughs> totally. And uh, don't worry, Jurassic Park will be coming up a little later in this uh, episode too. <laughs> but yeah, okay. So yeah, so she's like, yeah, the online help desk or whatever and uh, she's like on her little little cyber chat instant messenger thing and hi cyber like, bob you're definitely not a cyber predator right and it's like <laughs> oh poor sandy b she just just is so lonely and can't get a date i'm like um that's her own choice she, oh no 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 it's poor sandy b she has she constantly is getting asked out and she just needs some me, me time yeah she's constantly being asked out by everyone around her and she just can't even handle it anymore they're just not her kind of guy <laughs> well what kind of well, guy to are be you fair, looking for in, in this day and age you have to remember that like Yes, she claims to be a 25-year-old brunette living in Hollywood, but most likely she's some, you know, 52-year-old balding man in, like, Illinois. <laughs> like, one of the guys that's in the chat room with her, she looks him up later, and it's like, oh, he's 13. <laughs> like, oh, 13 yeah. in Swedish. Hmm. Eh, put him on the shelf for later, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but, but, but what's your, what kind of man are you looking for? Well, let me go into this 10 things I hate about you. Uh, oh, Captain right. America, but also Ar- was it Albert Schweitzer. I, I thought she was going to say Einstein. Yeah, she and it's like Ooh. super vague and like, yeah. <laughs> you don't know who this person is, most audiences. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, does Google a thing in 95? I just, you know, I, I heard Albert Schweitzer. I mean, like, like Schweitzer Falls from the Jungle Cruise at Disneyland. Like, <laughs> is that who we're talking about? The backside well, of Wait, is that who the rock oh, plays? O2, H. <laughs> yeah, after the, oh, poor Sandy B. Just can't get. All right, hold hold on. on, they found new trash. Hey, do they just need to be put upstairs? Maybe. I don't even know where they're getting this from. But what is it? It's, it's spontaneous what? generation. This is uh, <laughs> one of the enamel like bags, cellophane bags. Are they getting it the from other the one office? was like a candy wrapper. Like, so they're actively hunting new trash, cats. babe. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's great. Could they hunt something useful? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Poe caught a fly today. Uh, yeah, true. And, oh, and Cameron uh, killed a wasp. So, oh well, they've each earned their keep today. <laughs> keep it up, ladies. All right. <laughs> All right. So then we're introduced to uh, Sandy B's mom. Um, and she's at an old folks home playing the piano 
And Zanius walks up like, hey, mom, how's it going? Like, do I know you? Oh, no, she has Alzheimer's. Oh, and this is the other biggest lie in this movie. When people with Alzheimer's get to the point where, like, they don't recognize their kids, other functions also start going. They start having motor function problems. They start having digestion problems. They sort of start looking like cancer patients. It's not, oh, she's perfectly normal. She just can't remember anything. Well, I mean, she did have trouble remembering that one piano piece, so maybe that's her motor function problem starting to go. (laughs) In defense of this movie, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Look at that scene's uh, interrupted by a delivery. Hey, Sandy B got a a disc delivered to her. And uh, and this is where... Okay, so she puts the disc in, and then it goes to... Is it a website, Mozart's Ghost? Yeah, I think so. It's yeah. a band's website. I, I thought that was like, here's the website we're going to put up. Like, I don't think it's on the internet. Oh, yet, okay, yeah. yeah. But yeah, like, yeah. you okay. know, it's like, here's the program for it, but like, it keeps crashing when you do this. Like, they kind of send her like the beta testing of stuff, you know? Yeah, like, okay. Like, okay. like, please, like, before this goes and like, eats all of the entire internet, can you like, make sure that the cookie monster doesn't appear and eat all the files? <laughs> That'd be sweet. Uh, but yeah, she, she finds a little pie symbol in the corner, like, huh, that's kind of weird, and clicks on it and gets like, access to houston electrical supply or something yeah. uh, electric works um and like okay that's uh interesting oh it's linking to some subnet stuff that's weird that's not even the link i was it's not even that it's a wrong link it's going to a bunch of different other links huh oh well i'm gonna go on my first vacation in six years wait what yeah. <laughs> you just made the flight for your first vacation in six yeah, years. Yeah, like, oh, day. I'm sorry. I'm booking it right now, and it's not refundable because <laughs> you're booking it the same day. What? <laughs> Have you guys ever done that? Have you ever been that spontaneous, quote unquote? No. <laughs> no. I mean, I'm okay with being spontaneous, but Lauren's for sure a planner. Yeah. Although, you know, I guess she is kind of, she doesn't really have a normal job. She's more freelance, it seems like. So I guess maybe she's able to be more free. I mean, most of us would have to book time off work, like, months in advance. And and once again, in defense of the movie, and to be fair, she does take her laptop with her and is looking at the thing again while on the beach in whatever. Yeah, but that's, know, more, that's more to give you a sense that she is a... Like, oh, yeah, an international flight, too. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, pre nine eleven world, am I right? I know, right? <laughs> she probably like just like home alone did like just barely got to the gate as they were closing it. How you know? is she getting internet on the beach? That's a great question. Yeah. I wanted to know that <laughs> on the too. Beach, yeah. She's like, she even says to him in the line, she's like, I just want to find a place where I can plug in my modem. Okay, but you're on the beach. Yeah. You're not plugging in anymore. <laughs> that sand modem. Yeah, yeah, guys, 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 don't go picking apart this movie too much. All right. We can... <laughs> Do you think she did like? Remember that whole science experiment in school where like you get a potato and you prove it can make a light bulb? Did she just like grab like a crab off the beach and like make internet with that? <laughs> it's like coconut powered. No, no, coconut she has powered. a twenty pound bag of potatoes right under her towel. And... <laughs> She's a huge fan of Gilligan's Island. She can figure this out. <laughs> Give me a coconut stat. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, there's a whole thing, like, before she goes to the beach or whatever, she's, like, talking to her, her buddy at work or whatever, Dale. I was like, yeah, I got that, too, when I was looking at the, the uh, Mozart's Ghost website. Huh. I, I should probably tell you more about it, but I don't want to do it over the phone. Smash cut to him flying into a nuclear power plant or something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I kind of felt like those were the the Miller Towers in Southern California. Right. Like, they film a lot of stuff there, and they kind of look like those. Uh, oh, like the Miller Brewery? Yeah. yeah oh, okay. Yeah, I thought they were like They the... film everything there, including most recently that I know of, the... Um, the Star Trek The, movies, the right? engine room for the uh, uh, Sean... Um, 
what was his name? Uh, the Simon Pegg Star Trek films. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, if you if you see Simon Pegg in those films and he's in the engine room, that's just that's beer flowing through the um, through the Starship Enterprise. <laughs> that would have been amazing if he like hit the side of the silo and all this foam and stuff started yeah. coming. <laughs> and that little alien dude with him is just drunk, floating in the vat. You know. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was the other thing that kind of confused me. Is like you know, of course they need to further the plot along, but like the guy he's flying in his own little plane down south to go see her. That's fine, but like. You're such a computer, like, expert. Like, why not just send her, like, some encrypted file that she can decrypt? Or if you're going to send her the, the the disk in the mail, just send along a paper yeah. that just says, Hey, here's my th- question yeah. about what's going on. Call me at this number when you get a chance. Probably the most unrealistic part of this movie is that two IT people want to meet in person. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, she lives her entire <laughs> life so digitally, especially in 95. She has a digital fireplace with a digital log <laughs> yeah, burning she she does not want to meet in person mm-hmm. for some reason she has clearly what must be some kind of social phobia yeah, or just like a lack of skills yeah. you know yeah or maybe or, or, yeah fear of going outside oh, yeah. because let's face it it's sandy b she's gorgeous she's yeah. at least an eight out of ten like on oh. the day that she's not trying she could go and have relationships if she wanted to but she's like no i'm happy with computers because that's where i'm at so the fact that she's like okay fine you can finally come down and meet me but i'm gonna be late for my flight like no we can do this later <laughs> yeah yeah Oh, it, okay. And then, yeah, like, she, she like, goes to the airport or whatever, and it's, like, shut down. Because, uh, for example, there's a lot of canceled flights, but occasionally there's hijacked on the screen. And I'm like, I have that. I had, what? It said hijacked and crashed. That means that they actually programmed the things to say hijacked or crashed yeah. and <laughs> let like, people know about that. Like, even if that were the case, it'd be, like, uh, delayed or, you know. So. Yeah. Right? <laughs> This movie also constantly is giving us little bits of information on the news behind characters. Oh my god. The exposition machine you mean? Yeah. (laughs) They're revealing information about like, oh, the senator, we found out he had, you know, AIDS and, you know, this happened. And we're we're still quite like, why do we care about this guy? What does he have to do with this movie? Right. Well, well, it also is like, okay, is that something that just happens now? It's like, oh yeah, this person committed suicide. By the way, he had AIDS. I know that's like still a major thing nowadays. Um, Anyway... Oh god, there's the one thing like on a completely oh no, okay. There's like a news thing that comes up where it's like, oh yeah, just uh, just been announced that uh, this gatekeeper program is going to be part of yeah. everything with the federal government. In an unrelated story, the CEO of Gatekeeper, like, no, no, this is still the same story, guys. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this is where you throw in. Oh, by the way, Dennis Miller is dead. You know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway sorry spoiler alert uh <laughs> hey we never saw the body man we just seemed cut away when they're working on him we didn't see them call time to death i still have faith for the sequel the net two there yeah. is a net two so <laughs> Wait, that's what's scary <laughs> Ooh, you know what it is it's the net two colon bloodshot oh snap <laughs> dennis miller's brought back to life and he's got superpowers nice <laughs> he can become a computer <laughs> Yeah. All right. So now, now we're in Cozumel, and ooh, Sandy B in that bikini on the beach, nice. Um, but then some uh, English guy near her like orders a, a was it a Gibson? Yeah, something with an onion in it. That's all I remember. Yeah, it's like yeah, like a martini Gibson. with an onion in it instead, or a gimlet, or um, whatever, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I think it was a Gibson. Yeah, and she's like, "Yeah, I'll have one of those too." Like, oh, I don't know, maybe I'll still drink those. Like. Oh, that's like my favorite drink. And 
oh, my favorite film is Breakfast at Tiffany's. Let's talk about that for a while over dinner. And, <laughs> and then that really weird story he tells about how he used to think he was the cat in Breakfast for Tiffany's. Okay. That was odd. Yeah. I, okay. I haven't. Have you guys seen Breakfast at Tiffany's? I have not. I've never seen it. Okay. I don't know what it's about other than she, apparently she's eating a croissant looking at a window. That's literally <laughs> all I know. So I'm like, apparently like this is a big meaningful scene at the end or it's nothing. And I don't know which one it is that he's comparing himself to. We may have to check it out because the only thing I know about Breakfast at Tiffany's is Mickey Rooney's character. And uh, that, oh, that, that's where like I thought he was going racist? with that for a sec. Yeah. Wait, what about Mickey Rooney? <laughs> Doesn't he play like an Asian or something? He did, yes. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, oh, no. (laughs) Coming next week. No. Yeah. Um, Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so they have a little dinner. Um, and then Smash cuts to them like on a boat going out in the middle of the ocean. I'm like, I've seen a lot of forensic files. I think I know where this is going. (laughs) (laughs) Once again, she clearly is like afraid of socializing with people in public, I would think. So like, oh, I just met you and this is crazy, but let's get on my boat and go out to international waters where there's no crimes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I identified with this because I too was hurt in Cosmo, Mexico. So except I was stung by a jellyfish. I was not um, attempted to be murdered by some man on his boat. Right. But... (laughs) Yeah, so yeah, they boat to like Cancun or, or somewhere else down there. Uh, they go for a little walk on the beach, and he pulls out a cigarette and starts smoking. And she's like, oh, I used to smoke those. Yeah, I like to take chances with smoking. <laughs> like, right? You should learn to take chances, you know? Like uh, maybe random English guys you find in a beach. Oh, shit, somebody's taking your purse. Oh, snap. <laughs> Babe, what, what happens when the purse is snatched? Oh, he takes off after the guy. Got a protector and said he's like, wait, oh, but my passport, everything I possibly could ever own. Oh, snap. What happens when he finds the guy, Steve? He beats the crap out. No, wait. They both go rifling through the purse a little bit. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <snap>. Twist. Twist. <laughs> no one saw that coming. The British guy's never the villain. Yeah. yeah. What, what, what do we, what, spoiler alert, what did we learn from this movie, babe? Never trust the uh, oh, tall, good-looking guy. Never trust the tall, good-looking guy. By the way, I would like to say my husband is six foot eight, <laughs> but apparently I'm not good-looking. So you know, <laughs> <laughs> I never said you weren't good-looking. I just never also said I trusted you. Wait, <laughs> there you go. Uh, but yeah, so they're they're going through a purse or whatever, and uh, they're they're looking for this disc that she was mailed. The guy that like snatched the purse is like like tries hiding it from him. He's like, ah, try to double cross me, huh? Pew pew pew. <laughs> oh and then pulls out a knife and cuts his hand open oh yeah like oh sorry i couldn't uh couldn't get everything i don't know where your passport and credit cards and everything is but my hand's bleeding could you, would you mind helping me wrap this up oh i'm so glad that my private yacht is sitting here <laughs> i didn't understand why he had to fake injure himself he could have just come back saying damn he got away you know like <laughs> he's I committed just, to I, his role Gregory. he, he could have just been i could not catch him he was faster than he looked you know well i i, I think we find out why because you know he's already given the sad story about him wanting to be the cat in breakfast at tiffany's now he's a little injured trying to protect her honor and so uh he's like oh yeah we should call the cops oh man i can't get a signal here i should take you further out to sea that'll get a yeah. good signal because that's how that works because that that's how that works yeah, yeah. I, I was so waiting for him to go like and the boat ran out of gas yeah oh, sorry oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> and then we see him uh go down below to i don't know get pain pills or something 
And he grabs a gun. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. And then he comes back up. He's got the gun in his jacket. And after his couple of sad stories, Sandy B wants wants a little some of that. Yeah, mm-hmm. sad story will always get you laid. <laughs> yeah. And I love when like she like moves his jacket off and it just goes thunk on the ground. Right. <laughs> I don't get how she could not have felt a gun right, in his breast pocket. Oh, yeah. They're embracing. They're, like, kissing and holding each other. And then, like, he takes off and goes thunking, like, you didn't hear that? You didn't feel it pressing up against you? I mean, there's oh. that classic line, is that a gun in your pocket? Are you happy to see me? Oh, like, she yeah. felt it pressing up against her. Yeah. <laughs> I guess she just thought he was, like, you know, abs of steel, like, or something. <laughs> yeah, abs. That's it. No, um. she's like, is that a tumor? <laughs> no. Yeah, so they go straight to Pound Town, yeah. uh, but we cut to afterwards. You know, we don't we don't see any gratuitous PG-13. movies, unfortunately. PG thirteen. Yeah. <laughs> and then, oh my god, they're like a little small talk. Like, uh, I don't usually do this. You know, both times it happened before. I'd be wait, what? You're Sandra Bullock. Come the fuck on. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's 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 so weird that like. You know, that whole, oh, I don't normally do this. Like, no, hey, I was there too. We can both admit that was fun and enjoyable. Let's just be adults and move on. Yeah. You know? <laughs> oh, they, oh. At least we didn't have the horror show that's from the Demolition Man where we're like both in each other's minds with like seizure-like flashbacks. Yeah, mind-banging. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, and this is where we get the little backstory of like, I guess her last relationship was with a married shrink. Oh, oh that's right. I forgot about that. Yep, that'll never come back later in the movie. No. <laughs> um, and yeah, I was thinking about getting back in the ding, but, you know, then my mom got Alzheimer's and, you know. Uh, no, what, what what happened after that? Did you decide to live the life of a hermit? I, I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, so he, he goes to, I, I don't know, take a leak or something. And she's getting a little cold, you know, being naked and whatever. Right. Um, so she puts on his jacket. What's this in the pocket? Oh, oh shit. It's a gun. He comes back up and sees she's like wearing the jacket. She's like, "All right, who who are you, Jack? What what, what what's going on here?" And then he gives a little uh, little monologue about like, "Ah, it's supposed to be so much easier, and then you wanted to bang me. Ugh, it's pitiful." And she promptly gives him back the gun. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, as soon as she handed it back, I'm like, "Oh, there's no like." Uh, firing uh, mechanism in there or something like, she, like yeah she had to have done something right yeah. you hope right she's not that dumb mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh yeah apparently she still has the clip and he's like uh, okay fine we're, we're give me the clip and then she like throws it off the boat and apparently she like knocks him out <laughs> and then she's like okay okay he's knocked out what do i do uh, hello? Yeah, by the way he hello, just Coast got beat Guard? up by like a nine he's supposed to be this ultimate assassin he's got beat up by like a 90 pound hacker chick yeah right <laughs> also he's supposed to be professional maybe like do your job get the disc kill the girl don't be trying to like but i love you too you know like yeah. don't have your cake well. and eat it too just end her move on go find some cute girl in a bar later that's not associated with your job mm-hmm. you know yeah. Keep it professional, yeah get yourself man. an alibi quick Right? Yeah. <laughs> but her getting away from him is one of my favorite scenes. Oh, movie. God. Yeah. Okay. She's so she, boat. uh, you know, she tries calling <laughs> the Coast Guard, doesn't work. Um, she goes and, like, grabs her passport and wallet and stuff. Oh, that's right. No, yeah, that's right. He did get it yeah. back. And it was, yeah, she saw that it was, like, down there and, like, snatched it up and saw the disc was there and was like, huh, that's weird. 
And then she hops on this, like, uh, motorized raft that they just have dangling in the back, you know, just because. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Oh, real quick, can I go back a second? Before she sleeps with him, and they're walking on the beach, and, like, they're about to get, like, you know, robbed or whatever. She's doing the whole, like, oh, I'm so cold, and I'm thinking, oh, he's going to take his jacket off and put on her. But instead, he takes out, like, this scarf and, like, just wraps it around her midriff. And, like, there you go. That'll be good enough for you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, your belly button's cold? Here you go. (laughs) Yeah. This will help. Um, We all know that heat goes through the belly button. Your tum-tum cold? (laughs) Put this over your (laughs) tum-tum. Yeah. Yeah, so, but yeah, she gets in the motorized raft and, like, trying to start the engine, but of course, because this is a horror movie, apparently, the engine doesn't start, the guy starts waking up, ah, get back here, Sandy, like, jumps out at her, starts trying to crawl up the side, but then it starts, and she pulls around and, like, knocks him off the side, and she's off, off to the, nothing but clear seas, and, oh shit, what's that? (laughs) Right into a fucking yeah, she rock. She immediately hits rocks. <laughs> like, how do you not see that? Yeah. Like, completely open water. She hits the yep. only the rock. The only there. rock. Yeah. <laughs> At most. But then I like the transition after that because then she wakes up in a hospital and I was like, okay, wait, did she hit the rocks and go back in time? Yeah. Because <laughs> the hospital looks like it's from like the 1900s. <laughs> <laughs> it's like live, die, repeat or something. <laughs> like, where, where am I now? <laughs> yeah. No, it's like a video game. She died there and she spawned at the nearest <gasps> checkpoint. Oh. Oh, snap. <laughs> of course, Which her... happened to be in the 1900s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was like when she was three years old and, <laughs> and got a measles shot or something. Because obviously a Mexican hospital can't be like modern and stuff, right? Like I they know, have right? to use like this old style hospital. Yeah, I was trying to see if it was like like in an actual mission or something, you know, like I was yeah, waiting right? for nuns the... to walk around and stuff. Right? <laughs> That's what it looked like. Oh, and, and then she's like, well... Well, where where am I? Well, I was like, oh, it's okay. Calm down. You've been out for three days. I'm like, oh, wow. She's got major brain things going on right now then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but she's like, no, I just need to get my keys and my ID and everything. Get out of here. Like, yeah, we didn't find any of that stuff. You were found by a fisherman, dude. Right. <laughs> by the way, my Mexican accent, spot on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> totally. I was like, who is this uh, suave uh, man from the south of the border? <laughs> <laughs> She'll be trying to sell me Nasonex or something. Yeah. I mean, mm. I don't know. I, like, are you sure we're not going to have to dub that? Like, are people even going to understand? Is that even English? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. We, we get some TV exposition, of course, where it's like, hey, this gatekeeper program is super awesome, but it's also having a couple of issues. So the CEO is, uh, you know, figuring it out. And, of course, the old news clip of him, like, it's still the greatest ever. We got to protect our information. It's all on the computer. And so Sandy B, you know, checks herself out of the hospital after, you know, be, being basically in a coma for three days. Ten minutes yeah. later, she has some coffee and heads back to her hotel. Yeah. If there's anything I've learned from movies, Steve, it's that uh, when you come out of a coma, you're immediately ready for action. It's Absolutely. just a nice rest. Right. In fact, you're in better shape than when you went in. She goes straight to right. the bar. Right. Doesn't matter if it's three days. Doesn't matter if it's ten years. You're ready to go. She also has like no physical signs. Right? Yeah, she's like yeah. injured. Yeah, she's even yeah. walking at a brisk pace. You know, she's got stuff. To <laughs> no one really seems to be stopping her at the hospital. Like you can't leave until we check you out fully. They're just like, oh, you're going. Okay, bye. You know? <laughs> but yeah, she gets to the hotel. And uh, speaking of checking out, uh, apparently she checked out a couple days ago. Must have forgot from her oh, severe no. head injury. Right? Nope. No, I didn't. I swear I didn't. 
Oh uh, yeah, he's here. At this point, how much more of an amazing movie would it be if it was like Fight Club, where like that hit on the head for The Rock yes. created an alternate personality? So she actually is Ruth Marks, who we'll find out more about later, but she just doesn't know it. Yeah, that would be Maybe. fucking awesome. I'm not gonna lie. It was but... all a dream. You've never been a hacker, <laughs> right? You this Annette person or Annie never happened. That was all in your like you know coma dream. Yeah. Uh. But instead, uh, you know, she goes to the, I guess, the embassy or whatever, trying to get a passport so she can get out of Mexico. Uh, and like, uh, I'm sorry, Miss Marks? Who, who the hell is that? Are you looking for a temporary visa? Yes. Yeah, then then you're Miss Marks? Uh, is this your picture? Yeah, it's my picture and my yeah. social security number. Yeah, but yeah, that's... and do you live at this address in San Francisco? I mean, my name's Angela Bennett, though. No, well, I mean, if you want to get back to the U.S., then you're Miss Marks. Yeah, you better sign this paper and just do that. Yeah, <laughs> I, super professional, I love how... right? She even says, she's like, so if I sign this, yeah. I'm good. And the lady's like, yeah, yeah she... you're good. <laughs> I just see the employee like, you know what? What? Yeah, just just sign it. I don't want to talk to you anymore. Just... <laughs> right, she's like, I didn't get my raise this year. You know, yeah. I've had a rough week at home. I, I don't care. Just sign it. It's five. Sign this and let me go home. So, yeah, right after that, she immediately gets on a flight, goes back to L.A., um, and she's at the parking lot in LAX, and her car's gone. What? Okay, cool. I'll just uh, Uber it or, you know, taxi it, I guess, back in 95. Yeah, Uber uh, has not been invented yet. Huh, apparently her house is for sale. What? <laughs> that was quick. <laughs> I, I, I've been in Mexico for the last week. I, how can I be selling my house? Oh yeah, you listened it a week ago. We gotta sell, sell, sell. We already have all your stuff cleared out, and you're not even Miss Bennett. I saw her. She's not you. <laughs> yeah, that was the thing where it's like, wait, is this her landlord, <laughs> or who, who the fuck is this person? This oh, was... it was the neighbor who was sh- shooting her dirty looks when she left for Mexico. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she knows that's not okay. Yeah, a lot of lot of loopholes in this, but it's like okay, cool. Then right. I, I guess she works for. MacGuffin Industries or Gatekeeper? I, I, I don't know. Not a whole lot of sense being made. But uh, so yeah, so Sandy calls the cops. Cut to a couple hours later, we're like her, the real estate guy, and the landlord lady, and the cops are all, oh no, I'm I'm Angela Bennett. Well, it says here on your ID that you're Ruth Marks. Like, no, 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 I just signed that so I could get back in the country. But I'm really Angela Bennett, and blah, blah. which makes her look so like reliable. Yeah. <laughs> I lied on documents so I could get back in the country. Isn't that a federal <laughs> offense? Should you arrest her for a federal offense? Yeah. Well, what about the t- stealing somebody's house? Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, outside, you, got, you uh, know, what? you bring up a good point because, like. They make a, a point in the beginning when, like, things are normal. Like, she receives a package from FedEx, and there's a neighbor lady, like, who kind sees of her, yeah. staring at her, like, who is this strange man who's come up to her door, like, oh, this scandal kind of, like, thing. And, like, she could have been like, no, like, you've seen me at the thing. Well, you're behind the screen all the time. Like, we never see that woman come back. Or, like, we don't know if there's, like, a feud going on. It'd be great if the character was like, oh, I never liked you anyways. You, yeah. always, yeah. you always don't take care of your front yard, so I'm glad to see you go. Yeah. Well, also, I mean, <laughs> this crap I mean, well, like we said, there's there's a ton of plot holes, but, like, she, there's a lot that goes into selling a house. Like, I remember when oh, I was yeah. buying a house, I was like, okay, do you want my blood samples now? Like, what else do you want from yeah. me? Yeah. And so for them to just be so cavalier about, oh, no, yeah, you're, you sold your house. You know what? What I'm guessing is in 95, it wasn't nearly as bad. But after this movie came out, they're like, shit, we should really do some. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Little do we know we have this movie to think. Yeah, and apparently they, like, sold all her stuff or, like, cleared it out real fast, you mm-hmm. know? Like, that house was as if it was ready to move in, like, empty. Guys, you missed it. Like, when she came home, it was like, what do you mean you're selling my house? That That's the neighbor was there and was 
was like, I saw her move. I saw her pack up her trucks and boxes and everything. You got everything out of here last week. So they started this like the moment she left for Cozumel. Yeah. Right. Which the whole thing too is why? Because really she's not onto them or anything. Yeah. And their plan was get the disc, kill the girl, dump her body in the ocean. So why do but we need still, to have her move out of her but house? But still why? Hey, like guys. they don't, they think it's a glitch. Yeah, guys, like, she doesn't I, I'll, think I'll it's tell you conspiracy. why. Sure. You get paid the million dollars for killing the, the random IT chick. Mm-hmm. But the side hustle of reselling her goods and house—that's where you <laughs> oh, get that's another where million dollars. That's right. real money. Yeah. No, what, right. I, what it is is they don't know how much she knows. They don't know if she's figured everything out or if she's just a dumb chick with a disc. So they have to kill her, and then they have to sort of like sever the connections of her life and make sure that nobody's going to come looking for her. That nobody even so, remembers her. Yeah, so they got to sort of delete her identity little by little, have her move out, stage it so the neighbors, just in case she happens to be close with any neighbors, stage it so it looks like she moved out in the middle of the night, show up at the job she's never actually shown up for, and then she, you know, supposedly they dumped her in the body, she can quit in a big, you know, a big thing, so she's unhirable again, and they just sort of disappear off the grid. No questions asked. Damn. Except for the hiring person at the company who must have clearly met her at some point. You're not just going to meet some random stranger offline or online, you know, without ever meeting them, having her come in to fill out paperwork. Wait, you know, like uh, proofing how many are. companies have you worked for? Because I can guarantee every <laughs> company I've worked for, including the temporary ones, the person who hired me was either at a different location or had quit within three months. <laughs> yeah, touche. Okay, yeah. like come on. Like I was thinking more back in nineties, where like you have a career and you die with it. You know, <laughs> you you probably had a printed resume, didn't you? <laughs> I worked at Macy's for two years before I met the general manager. Yeah. I met one of the oh, CEOs geez. before I met the general manager of my store, and the only reason I met her was because one of those CEOs came up and was like, "So, what do you think of Miranda?" And I'm like, "Who?" Like, the manager of your store? Oh, I work night shift. Like, I've never met her. How long have you been here? Uh, two and a half years. Huh. And then literally my next shift. Oh, so uh, the, the store manager wants to meet all the night shift people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was told to meet all the night shift people. <laughs> well, I mean, that was one of the things that we kind of had a problem with with this whole movie is... Like, it's all a scare tactic, right? To be like, look how much of your life, because it's all lived online and through computers, can be, you know, erased or taken advantage of. But we're like, but this is 95. Like, a lot of stuff was still paper-based in Oh, 95. yeah, absolutely. A lot of stuff still oh. paper-based today. Well, yeah, we both work for local government. Jesus is a lot of stuff paper-based still mm-hmm. for us. <laughs> this movie was literally the reefer madness of just the internet. <laughs> <laughs> you mean it prophesized everything. No, wait. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, this movie redone today would be an excellent, like, horror movie, but, yeah. Exactly. But we're going to get to uh, why why everything is everything is on paper and plot holes yeah. here shortly, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the cops are like, all right, this is a crazy lady. Uh, check her out. Yeah, check mm-hmm. out this Ruth Marks. See if she has any warrants or something. And uh, then we get cut to a hacker's computer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we see Jack. He's in a, in a car just... I don't know, eavesdropping. And he's like, ah, Ruth Marks, let's see. 
prostitution, yeah. uh, you know, a whole bunch of things. And then at Drugs. the end, they put the probation on there. I'm like, wait, they had pro- she was on probation, probation before she did any of the crimes? She was on probation in 83, but she didn't commit her crimes until like 89. Yeah. Oh my God, really? That's yeah. the best. <laughs> yeah, we had to freeze frame and go back and it was like, oh yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> that's a thing. But uh, yeah, so, you know... <laughs> Now the cops are like, all right, well, I guess we got to take her in. Wait, where'd she go? Hey, have you guys seen my phone? <laughs> She's already out the back running with the guy's cell phone, which also was a crime. Uh, but uh, Jack sees her and is like, okay, I better follow her and find out what she knows. And oh, that's right. This is where she like uses the phone to, to call Angela Bennett at her work. Hmm. And a lady answers. Hi, I'm Angela Bennett. Who is this? Look, if you want your life back, just give us the disc. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. So then she calls the only other person that she knows, Dr. Alan Champion, a.k.a. Dennis Miller, a.k.a. the shri- married shrink that she used to bang. Yeah, dirt, dirty shrink. By the way, he would be the worst psychologist. Absolutely worst Thank psychologist. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I have that like two notes later, but uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, basically they like track the cell phone, uh, but she had already handed off to a homeless guy. And so when Jack drives by, that's when he says, clever girl. <laughs> Sorry, that's the Jurassic Park coming back. <laughs> yep. Um, oh, yeah. So so uh, so Dennis Miller, you know, picks her up. Uh, they drive off and he's like, well, what's going on? Take me to a hotel room. And he's like, can do. All right. <laughs> And if you told me he was a used car salesman, I'd believe it over him being a therapist. Yeah. <laughs> if you yeah. told me he was a patient who thought he was a therapist, I'd believe it. <laughs> Guys, it's exactly what you think. Imagine Dennis Miller as your psychi- <laughs> psychiatrist. We actually had a discussion on this, and we were trying to figure out, like, without cheating and looking it up, has Dennis Miller ever played a good guy? Like, he always plays some kind of a jerk or villain kind of character. Like, I mean, you know, there's always something bad about him. The only thing I can think of that's technically on the good side is Meet Joe Dirt, where he's the DJ. But he kind of starts interviewing Joe Dirt as, like, a oh, yeah. way to, like, make fun of the weird janitor. But then he kind of, like, gets into the story. Well, what about Bordello of Blood? I mean, yeah, he's kind of a prick, but he's also the quote-unquote hero of that horrible movie. But that's not a great hero, though, still. <laughs> Dennis Miller cannot play a nice guy. There always has to be some kind of a jerk thing about him. You could be a flawed hero. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Well, yeah. in this case, his flaw is that he sleeps with his patients and cheats on his wife. Oh, and, and, and I could just imagine a session. It was like, I don't want to get off on a rant here, but obviously you're talking about your mother this way. It's like 45 minutes of him talking. And it's like, and then you're the person that's like, I think our time is up. Can I leave? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, she's basically, like, they're at the hotel room. She's like, oh, yeah, these guys are doing this. They've taken my whole life. It's all on the computer. I, I need you to do me a favor. I need you to commit my mom in a sanitarium. He's like, yeah, sure, I can do that. I'm a doctor. Get her. No, she didn't say put her in a sanitarium. She said, I need to put, get her somewhere yeah. where they can't get to her. And he's like, well, put her in a sanitarium under my direct watch. Nobody can touch her. Uh, oh, and I can also talk to my buddy, uh, Detective Ben, you know, with the FBI. Yeah, yeah, he's he's a cool shit. And I like him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So then uh, after he leaves to go talk to, I guess, Detective Ben and get the things moving. Mm-hmm. Or, I don't know. 
Oh, okay. Uh, so I thought he was like, okay, I back to my wife or whatever too. But you were saying, did I miss a line where he's like, oh yeah, that's not a thing anymore. I'm single and ready to mingle or something. Yeah. When they were walking in, she was like, oh, isn't, I don't know. What's her name? Michelle or whatever. Going to be upset. And he was like, oh yeah. Uh, we're not really a thing anymore. She's not going to care. Uh, <laughs> we're not really a thing anymore. She's not going to care. <laughs> that There's a lot more depth to that line. <laughs> that's a layer I don't... That's an onion I that, don't want to That to me says, we're not divorced. I've just checked out of this relationship. Okay. And I'm cool with this. Look, guys, I want to live in a world where somebody can have a divorce where it's so amicable that that's how you say like oh don't even worry about it. we're just not a thing anymore yeah are, are, we, are we done here i think we're done here okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right high five i and mean if done. you ask my sister that's how her mar- first marriage ended yeah but... well. <laughs> i'm sure he still doesn't even know he just <laughs> looks up from his phone like babe babe oh, where'd you go the horses are gone <laughs> he, he's just like um uh, from uh, Pleasantville, where's my dinner? Pretty yeah. much. <laughs> yeah. He's William H. Mason. Where is my dinner? <laughs> yeah. All right, so then we get uh, Sandy B. back hacking on Le Internet Suisse. And, uh, yeah, she's like running to like a bunch of different things. I don't know. Um, and she like checks at a naval hospital and she finds out that Secretary Bergstrom didn't have HIV like they said on the news. <gasps> that's weird but then as she's like looking into that we then hear like the modem noise and we follow the cable to jack who's like on the computer too and i'm like uh all the all the electricity going through those tubes you gotta follow it (laughs) Mm -hmm. oh yeah so where she like goes into her cyber chat thing and starts like looking up people oh cyber bob yeah Find out his name's Robert Fox, and he's 39 years old, lives in West Hollywood. And, Hollywood. And apparently he knows uh, what the pie symbol means on, uh, on on this random thing. Like, oh yeah, it's these guys called the Praetorians, and they're like cyber terrorists, and they run everything. Illuminati, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, the IRL. Yeah, yeah. Oh, IRL. In real life. Hmm. BRB, GTG. Yeah. And then she's like typing back. She had to like give exposition for the audience of what IRL is. Because like no one in the audience that day is going to know the acronyms. (laughs) Like if you would have go back then and be like LOL, to be like, what the hell is a lol? Yeah. yeah. And when she's like typing it back and she's like, meet me at the Santa Monica. Sorry, Monica Pier. <laughs> I'm Wait, like, oh, does Pier have two E's or an I? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Santa Monica Pear. <laughs> Weird. I gotta I mean, get spell check. Grammarly hasn't been invented yet. It's not helping me. Yeah, so yeah, they're, they're like planning to meet up, but then their cyber chat's disconnected. <laughs> <laughs> So she decides to take a shower instead of assuming <laughs> she's under threats from hackers. She Thank takes you. so many I, showers. <laughs> I, I said that this should have been called The Net, the bathroom edition. You know, like, she is constantly in and out of bathrooms in this film, changing, washing her hair. You know, women gotta be like, sprucing. We recently uh, did a thing where we watched The Terminator and talked about it, and, we, and you said... Um, like, if you're a woman who's in fear for her life that something could come into the door and kill you at any moment, do you really think now's the time to get down for, like, adult, like, fun times? No. Like, you're, I'm going to be stressed out looking out the window yeah. the entire time. Oh. I feel like that line also extends to taking a shower and washing my hair. Yeah. Well, and, like, with Terminator, it's also get down with 
the person who's been rod dogging in some homeless man's jeans for yeah. the last four days. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, well, at least I'm gonna be clean. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was a that was a good Mother's Day episode when you did that. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So she's taking a shower. Um, Alan shows up and he's like, "Oh yeah, my buddy Ben wants to see you like as soon as po- or you know tomorrow or something." Um, and she's like, "Cool, that's great. I gotta go see the Cyber Bob guy because he seems to know something about these people." Um, but you know, Jack finds him first and. Yeah, I guess kills him off screen or whatever. Oh, and this is also where, uh, like, Alan's, like, driving to Santa Monica Pier with her, and then he starts coughing. We've been around each other too much. I Steve, think. I think I need some space. <laughs> I think you've been around cats too much. That sounded like a hairball. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Yeah, we find out he's got hairballs in his system. No, wait, sorry, no, he was allergic to penicillin and apparently stopped by the pharmacy. Uh, okay. To pick up his prescription. Remember, he had the antihistamines. They were going to make the the gimlies or whatever instead of with onions with the antihistamines. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever picked up anything at the pharmacy before and not checked the label, though? Oh, I fucking check the label every single time. Every and time I... I open it, every time... <laughs> Like, I've got it in my hand, and I just do a double check of it just to make sure this is the right stuff. Oh, when you had your surgery and I was looking through your pain pills, I literally Googled the numbers on the pain pills to make sure that the right pills were in the right bottles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's a doctor, and he was, when he was checking it out, he even, like, looks at the register, like, is that right? I, I don't know. I guess that looks right to me. Like, you're a doctor. You yeah. should know what you're getting. Uh, to be fair, he's a horrible doctor. <laughs> yeah. to be possibly the worst <laughs> he is really bad at his job and i think this just adds to that more yeah. fuel for that fire yeah, yeah so do we think he slept with his professors to get the passing grade like do we think that's his Paid backstory here I mean, he went to trump university i mean i, I yeah probably <laughs> yeah so we get some uh nice little flirting in a hospital bed which is just awkward like especially when like you're you nearly died because of an allergic reaction you're just kind of like oh, am i still good looking i like is she, she was in such a hurry to go meet this hacker yeah okay but yet like it's very clear they've been in the hospital for a while yeah. now. hours must be but then she leaves and is like okay i'm gonna go meet my hacker friend now i'm like wait if, is he still if there he came like, he wouldn't yeah, you, you were heading there to meet him at 7 p.m. Wasn't that like 10 30? Right. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah. He's like, Longest oh, damn, 12 year old Swedish kid stood me up again, you know? <laughs> yeah, that, that was my next note. It's like, oh, she's going to meet Cyber Bob about four hours late. <laughs> yeah. Also, she never got like what his description was. Wasn't he like yeah. about, or she about to type in, like, I'll, I look like this, so yeah. I'll be wearing I, this? I will be wearing and then, like, the modem gets <laughs> Yeah, that's Yeah, and then the modem gets cut or something. So, like, they have no idea who they're looking for. Literally, Cyber Bob could have been there, and we would never know. He was the mascot. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, someone was going to be that weird bunny thing. Yeah, <laughs> but, you know, alas. Uh, she, she's there. Oh, yeah, there's also, we go back to the hospital, and, like, uh, Alan's IV gets switched out. And it's like, <sighs> they check the thing on his wrist. They check the board. They switch it up. Everything's verified. If it was just switched, though, like his 
wristband would say something different than what it said on the board and they would like well, triple check that if stuff, he has like right? a penicillin reaction yeah you they like if you like again when you had your surgery i mentioned you were allergic to bananas they put no bananas on your wrist like yeah. as big a fucking font as would fit yeah and it's right. like why would steve possibly have a anything banana related for emergency surgery but an emergency surgery where he's going to be out the same day I don't know, but just in case. Again, this may have been very progressive and uh, brought that to the forefront of our healthcare system. Yes. <laughs> well, usually people also have a paper file like on their bed yeah, or their room. That's like, the yeah, so I've seen that a million things where the doctor goes to the foot of the bed, yeah. pulls out the little paper clip thing from like the the foot of the bed and goes like, "Oh, let me look at your chart yeah. here." Like, so the, that means the dude had to change his wristband, had to change those papers, had to change the in the computer oh, as well. Yeah, you know? obviously one of the candy stripers at the hospital is in on it. Yep. That's right. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's why I've said I would never get a tattoo except for one thing on my chest. I'm just going to have blood type and known allergies. So when they open me up to work on me, oh, there you go. He's A negative and he's allergic to whatever, you know. <laughs> and you just keep adding on as you get older and you're like, oh, yeah, apparently shellfish. Yeah. Yeah. Put it on there, Mike. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. Apparently I'm now allergic to uh, tattoo ink. I don't know how I'm going to do yeah, this. One. Well, this is, uh, okay, this is going to take some thinking. Um, get me a hot iron. Right. Oh yeah. Give me a soldering knife. Let's get <laughs> soldering iron. Let's do get this. this done. <laughs> Give me something to bite on. Um, <laughs> so then, uh, yeah, she goes to Santa Monica Pier and she's looking for, I guess, literally anybody who's also looking for somebody. I, I don't know. Right. I don't know what the plan was there. Yeah. That could have ended so differently. <laughs> you can wear a hat, <laughs> like a little thing on top that says, "I am Cyber Bob." Or, I don't know. <laughs> right. She meets some guy. Are you Bob? Um, sure. Yeah, I could be. His little uh, when Sandra Bullock level cute girl was the winky face with the tongue out. So he's just gonna be sitting there looking <laughs> with his tongue out, eh? looking for me. What's that? Yeah. Oh God, yeah. He's just like he, or or like he's got like some kind of facial tick that he's always having to do yeah. anyways. <laughs> you shall know me. <laughs> yeah, I dig it. Uh, but, but, you know, Jack shows up and is like, oh, hey, Angie, how's it going? Uh, just give me the disc and all this can go away and blah, blah, blah. Oh, maybe I should talk to those cops over there. Yeah, you should totally do that. You definitely don't have like eight outstanding warrants and, uh, <laughs> you know. Uh, but uh, luckily, uh, as they're walking away, Sandy B is saved by a giant rabbit. Woo! Yeah. Giant <laughs> rabbit outfit just shows up. Hey, give me a hug. <laughs> And she slips away. And I believe uh, what uttered out of my mouth during that was, nope. <laughs> <laughs> that is a nope situation. That is when a rabbit gets his block knocked off. <laughs> this goes down in history as one of the top three best mascot films. The other two, of course, being Mascots, uh, which has the same crew that was in Best in Show. And then, in my opinion, Nine Months the dinosaur oh. mascot that's telling them, buy my stuff. And then when he does it, the mascot has features on its face that the eyebrows can turn down in an angry in an angry expression and then tell the guy that he's a piece like a cheap piece of shit you know? <laughs> yeah hugh grant and tom arnold and whoop his ass yeah best I'm, part of that movie i'm i'm, <laughs> I'm gonna throw in midges versus mascots for best uh, mascot scenes <laughs> yeah that's fine <laughs> you're talking about when they knock out scotty pippen yes yeah. Yeah, okay well i mean i guess technically that was the little people yeah yeah <laughs> Horrible movie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we own it. <laughs> yeah, we sure do. 
Uh, but yeah, so she goes running through the carnival and Jack's chasing behind her after taking care of the rabbit, you know, just push him out of the way or whatever. And then she goes to hide on a carousel and I'm like, that is the absolute worst place to hide. <laughs> Literally from any angle, people can see you <laughs> as you, <laughs> as you're spinning around. Mm-hmm. Uh, so of course she gets seen by Jack and he like hides in like one little photo booth thing and like sets up his little like sniper rifle or something. <laughs> <laughs> but then she gets wise to it and starts hiding in the center of the carousel. And he's like, oh shit, that must be where she's hiding. I better go get her. By the way, no one's checking. Like when they're jumping on there, it's like, hey buddy, no free rides or something like right? that. Right? Right. Yeah. yeah, no free rides. Don't go where the like mechanics of it are, please. Yeah. Like, you know. Not to mention like you don't have children with yeah. you. <laughs> By the way, has their children there at 10 o'clock at night oh a lot of people a lot of people vacationers yeah. <laughs> i guess enough to warrant the rabbit guy yeah. hotel patrons mm. also the this was another scene this comes up a lot in this movie yeah. but the fucking editing just like like yeah i noticed a couple weird things too the yeah super zoom shots like <laughs> oh it, oh oh i, I thought you were gonna talk about uh People just freely walking through buildings and conventions and like no one's oh, like the checking them for thing. IDs and so stuff. So that's the next thing is we go to the convention. Uh, one of the many jobs I've had is was a badge checker for conventions. <laughs> like, you know, hey, can I see your badge? If you've ever been to any sort of conference, you get asked 75,000 times, can I see your badge? Can I see your badge? Badge mm-hmm. is out, please. Can I see your badge? It's not free. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> you've got to imagine they don't just want anyone to come in. No, especially if you're renting the freaking Moscovy Center. Yeah. <laughs> we had to look that up. We're like, is that a real place? Oh, yeah. Where well, is we that? also <laughs> had to figure it out because we weren't really sure how she got to San Francisco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was yeah. that was jump too because everything was LA. It's like, oh, yeah, the Mus- uh, cathedral... Uh, whatever tech in san francisco it's like so did she drive for like six hours or uh, did she hop out well, on another I think flight in between the carousel scene and her getting to that center there's that one bit where she's driving along the but then she gets freeway in like o- the rain pulled right? over by the cops and goes to jail seemingly for a while yeah and, and, then- I, and i'm telling you they took her the rest of the way like, <laughs> she got like at least three-fifths of the way there, and the cops are like, nearest major city, I guess, is San Francisco. She Let's crossed, take her to jail there. She just crossed the county line or something. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, I, I also want to mention, uh, because, you know, we know she's a horrible boat driver, but she goes, <laughs> yeah. okay, when she finds out that Alan died because they pumped him full of insulin or whatever instead of penicillin or, you know, whatever the yeah, he's antidote is, antihistamines, she goes and buys a BMW, I assume cash money, and then basically she's pulling out of there, says, fuck you, stop sign, and goes right through an intersection. A guy almost hits her. And then that's when, like, she's yeah, driving down the PCH and the cops find her. And I'm like, she wants to die. <laughs> and, and then when the cops are, like, trying to pull her over, she's, like, trying to get away. Almost instantly goes off the road, down a cliff, and, and then, like, running on foot, and they tackle her. And I'm like... Ah, this is... You shouldn't be behind a wheel. <laughs> I, I really felt like that was the movie going, women drivers, you know? <laughs> well, I think they were. They kept trying to make the point that, like, she's just a hacker. She's not used to this whole running. Right. And, I mean, you, you can know. make the thing, too, like, oh, she's just so frazzled. Because, mm-hmm. like, she's been on the run, you know? Like, look at Michael Douglas. He makes some really weird, like, decisions near the end of the game. Yeah. You know? yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, so all right, so she's in the police station. She's being interrogated, and then you know the I, I guess her uh, her attorney or whatever, <laughs> her public service attorney. Uh, she basically mentions like this can't happen because it's all protected by gatekeeper, and that stuff's impregnable, and blah blah blah. And you can almost see the light bulb go off on her head, where it's like, <laughs> oh my god, it's all about this. Like, yeah, no shit. Th- th- thanks for joining the movie, Sandy. <laughs> yeah. and the last horse crosses the finish line. <laughs> we now got an hour and a half into runtime. You can finally start putting things together. <laughs> it's funny though because um, I just recently like attended this lecture where they were talking about revealing information in you know books and movies and stuff. And one of the questions was, well, how do we like not reveal too much right away? but not get to a point where the audience knows so much more than the character that now the main character looks stupid. Welcome to the entire James <laughs> Bond franchise. Yeah. <laughs> and that's kind of what happened here a little bit is that we, we know so much more than her that it's like, Oh my God, come on. <laughs> come on, Sandy, get it together. Yeah. Come on, put two and two together. This uh, is oh. like your job. Problem solving. Yeah, and then she goes into the, the whole thing, like, oh, it's all on the computer, Alexa and Facebook, 1984, like, it's all, <laughs> it's all happening, man. Steve, and, what do you call the Alexa we were given? Oh, the Google Narc? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he got it as a gift in the mail, and he opened it up, and he's like, we're not putting no Google Narc up in our house. <laughs> yeah, right. It still hasn't left the box. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting to, See, like, re-gift one, but... it to someone I don't like. <laughs> We have one, but we mostly make it say funny things to us. So. Right. Like, I, I have it respond to me when I say, who's your daddy? You know? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but, yeah. and, then she, and then Lauren would go and reprogram it behind my back to say, like, not you. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you wish. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> uh, and there was a, a little scene where Sandy B, all out of options, uh, calls her mom because you know she's the only other person that's not dead who apparently knows who she is and what she looks like it's your daughter it's andrea can you can you please just just tell them um that it's me um you know she won her academy award for blindside but i think it should have been the net that honestly that scene kind of did touch me a little bit it was a little sweet sweet and sad you know but it was kind of a little bit like ham-handed in a sense like remember the mom did you forget about the mom also how did she find where she was and get a call in if she was in a sanitarium i don't think dennis miller actually did any of the things he said he was going to do because he said he was going to go get his cop buddy i don't think there was a cop buddy he said he was because like you know if you think a crazy person is crazy and they're saying like the people are after me you've got to help me okay sure sure I'll go do these things. Let me go get some dinner music. We can light some candles. You know, <laughs> I'll buy some yeah. condoms. We'll see where the night goes. Exactly. Right. I, th- yeah. I think that's what I think his his buddy in the FBI is what he calls his member. You know? yeah. yeah, I got a buddy. His name's Ben Phillips. Want to meet him? Because yeah. mm-hmm. yeah. he's Ben Phillips. There's the other girls, you know. Yeah, because he totally he even said like. Uh, yeah, I'm not even starting to believe you until right now. And then he instantly, like, started coughing. And it's like, oh, shit, belief oh. is killing me. <laughs> Only upon my imminent death do I now believe that there might be something to your story. Yeah. Well, speaking of... Hollywood does not listen to women. No, yeah. it's just hysteria. <laughs> well, speaking of his buddy Ben Phillips, he shows up at the police station and is like, Hey, I'm his buddy Ben. I'm here to pick you up. We got, uh, I got some questions you need to answer so we can get this stuff started. Yeah, we've been, we've been on the tail of them for months, but we didn't have any real evidence. And now you apparently have evidence, but you really don't, which is kind of weird. Should have been a tip right there. 
but yeah, we almost find out instantly that he knows too much because uh, what was that? It was like, oh yeah, I know the disc was destroyed, but uh, did you make a copy of it before that happened? And she's like, the only person I told that to was Jack. Uh, you guys, you guys are pretty good. Game recognized game. <laughs> <laughs> you're not good enough. Yep. And so then, what does she do? <gasps> she grabs the wheel, swerves it to Woo! the right, oh, hits she, the gas. Another accident. I'm telling you, these women drivers, <laughs> even when they're back seats, they are crashing cars. And and she also crashed it right into the car that Jack was in. She didn't know he was there. <gasps> I don't think so. Yeah, just coincidence. Just random look. She's like grabs the wheel, pulls it to the right, and then oh shit. And she wakes up in a hospital in Mexico. No, wait. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's like Grand Theft Auto. When you die and you get wasted, you just wake up at the nearest hospital. They deduct 10% of your money, and then you walk on. <laughs> she wakes up in her bed. Groundhog Day. It's all just Groundhog Day. Yeah. Yeah, after the crash, she's like running off, and she's on foot running away from Jack in a car. And she crosses the drawbridge just in time, so Jack is stuck. And then they stop and stare at each other for a good 20 seconds. Aww. And I'm like, you know, that bridge is going back down in a few minutes, right? <laughs> I had a problem with that scene because they play music that to me implies like that there's some kind of like loss of romance yeah. or sympathy there. And I'm like, you don't know. Like, do lovers. not get this. That's. <laughs> That's clearly from his point of view, not hers. And you cannot give me something from his point of view when he's clearly the antagonist of this film. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's well, like going well, like to the original like Lion King, and they show Scar like just like throwing a bone across, going, "Oh, I'm sad. I'm still hungry." <laughs> no, that's that's on you, dude. <laughs> oh, I'm so hungry, and my life is so difficult. It's tough to be the king. Well, guys, we've reached a point in the movie where she got away from a chase, so. What does she do? Takes a shower. Yeah. Jesus. Takes a shower just in time for exposition news. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. This just in. <laughs> this just in. The federal government's going to use Gatekeeper for all their systems since it's completely unpre- impregnable. No, 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 yes, no. because we would use the same system for everything all of the time. In a completely unrelated topic, <laughs> this woman, Ruth Mox, is wanted for murder. Okay. <laughs> it's a good thing it's all the Sandy Bullock uh, news all at once. They, yeah. yeah, they can't just throw in one thing there about like how the Cubs are doing or anything. Yeah, you know? right. <laughs> uh, or, or, just, or you can even have like Ruth Marks wanted for murder, or whatever, like ticking along the bottom, and it's like okay, okay, this is. I, I would love it if it was like, let's throw it out to Johnny for weather. Johnny, oh, there's some rain on the PHC today. Caused a car crash with the BMW. You know? <laughs> if you're hanging out at the No Tell Motel, watch out for lightning storms. <laughs> you hear the background. Oh shit! Yeah. So yeah, after a shower, um, she's magically in San Francisco at the Cathedral Building. Yeah. Uh, that runs Gatekeeper, or, or no, 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 not runs Gatekeeper. It's uh, Cathedral's uh, her old job. That's right. Yes. Because mm-hmm. she's on the trail trying nighttime. to find out. Oh yeah, Lauren, you had that good catch there. But what the hell time of day is it? Like they're all working, but it's like clearly like nighttime. I'm like, what? It could Do be winter. Yeah. even then no like, even then we we talked trust me that came up in conversation like <laughs> california winter like it's still like okay maybe it's like you know nighttime that dark out at five but, but most people would be getting off at five and 5:30. like they don't look like they're about to leave at all yeah but these yeah. are tech like, guys I'm, like i mean having maybe. just moved from san francisco those tech guys like there's a whole nother bum rush of them that get off at like 9 p.m i guess the problem is we don't really know what they do 
<laughs> right. And I was like, are they like, you know, extra hours, guys? The convention's going. we got to be there for tech support in case oh, something yeah. goes wrong with our booth. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah, the announcement there when she's just wandering around Cathedral or whatever, like, remember, we're in the northwest corner of the Moscone Center. It's like, those fuckers don't care. They're not going to that convention. <laughs> They're working. Yeah, you didn't buy that. You didn't get them passes. Yeah. And also remember, they're not going to be looking for passes. Looking at you, Sandy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like the only film I can think of that's had more like obvious exposition than this is Over the Top, where the guy kept saying, "Remember, it's a two-round elimination. <laughs> it's a double You've got to get knocked out twice. <laughs> if you get knocked out once, you still have another chance. Remember, guys, two times and you're out. <laughs> not once, not thrice, but two times." <laughs> Lincoln Hawk has only lost once. By the way, did I mention he's in the trucker division? Double elimination. Double elimination tournament. Yeah. So she hops on like one of the computers or uh, tries calling Angela Bennett to find out who she is because she's got to be there, right? And uh, so she makes the call. And she's like, hello, Angela Bennett. Who is this? Angela, is that you? And she, she's like peeping up, peeping up over a cubicle, and I'm like, "Got your ass!" Yeah. <laughs> Next up is uh, Sandy B sets off the fire alarm and gets everybody cleared out of the building except her, because apparently no one gives two shits about Sandy B in her cubicle. Well, she hid. She hid behind uh, one of the big pillars. Oh yeah, she did kind of get up and got uh, okay. Good call. Good call. Good catch. Um, New study. <laughs> And then, yeah, there's a whole thing where she, like, then goes into, uh... By the way, everybody just leaves their computers without, like, locking them or whatever, doing the control-out-delete thing. time to go, time to go! Yeah. Uh, so she just goes over to, you know, the fake Angela Bennett's computer and starts just, Oh, what's this? Uh, what's Praetorian? Who's that? Oh, shit, it's Jeff Gregg, the CEO of Gatekeeper or whatever. Oh, snap! Ooh, I better save this to a disc. Oh, Oh, what's this message say? They're trying to terminate me? Nah, oh. fuck that, son. Saves it to a disc, of course, because now she has all the evidence. Which Yeah, she's got 258 gigs of evidence. Yeah. Or, uh, sorry, uh, megabytes. Megs, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, wow, that's a great floppy disk back in the day. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, yeah, so eventually everybody starts coming back into the building, you know, 10 minutes later or whatever. Which, by the way, always at least 20 to 30 minutes whenever I have yeah. a fire alarm pulled. Um, oh, it's two or three hours. And then we get Sandy B trying to sneak out of the building. And she sees a fireman up, I don't know, checking the vents or something. But he's taking his jacket and everything off. So she stole his Which outfit. they do, you know. <laughs> I feel like that's... That's against regulation or something, because if they give you protective gear, don't take it off just to stand on a ladder and look for rats in the roof, you know? like Yeah, not only that, it's like, okay, yeah, he's at the top of a you know, six-foot ladder, or maybe eight-foot ladder or whatever. If she's, like, putting on his outfit and stuff, that stuff clangs, it takes a while to put on, he's, like, looking down like, hey, what the fuck are you doing? I assume Sandy B Nobody killed that fireman. Nobody there hold the ladder. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, she did. She killed the fireman. She pushed the ladder off. Yeah, right? Ooh, I didn't kill him. Gravity <laughs> did. I just she committed clothes. so many crimes in the pursuit of just getting her own identity back. <laughs> yeah, right. I was, I was waiting for that to pop up like on the news later. Like, oh, she's also wanted questioning for the murder of this right. firefighter. And she's like, oh, yeah, I did that one. Yeah. <laughs> I I shot the sheriff, but I didn't shoot the deputy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, who's the deputy? Oh, wait, no, I shot him too. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's right. It was Ben Phillips. Yeah, or fake Ben Phillips. Yeah, he did too. Oh, he did. I shot him, but I didn't mean to. 
So then, uh, did you kill them? Yeah, but they were all bad. <laughs> yeah. All right. So then she's being chased by Jack uh, and uh, and also uh, fake Angela. Uh, we'll call her Ruth. Why not? Yeah. Um, Thank you. <laughs> she's gonna and, uh, end up being Ruth. <laughs> Ruth exposition. The, like chasing like, oh yeah, she's probably in a firefighter's outfit. It's like as soon as they say it, they see the fire outfit on the ground. Like yeah. fuck. <laughs> uh, and then but luckily she's able to sneak away in some sort of healthcare protest parade yeah i was uh, i was trying to read some of the signs but i was like yeah healthcare is a right or something like that yeah well obviously those protests worked because look at us now 25 years later <laughs> right yep. and that's why they're protesting around the moscone center while mm-hmm. apparently they're having the world's gatekeeper tech conference thing going on weirdly that, this, that's your this audience, movie yeah. is like weirdly predictive it's like huh gatekeeper that definitely wouldn't be a sales force now would it yeah. huh massive protests around moscone they definitely have never shut that part of the city down yeah healthcare protests are you sure this isn't the jp morgan week in january uh, <laughs> is it oracle i don't know do, do, do we sound local enough for you guys <laughs> <laughs> And then you take the one. My other problem with her on Fremont. (laughs) My other problem with her going to the parade is, or a protest, I guess, would be people always walk against the flow of people. That makes you stand out more. Like you know, the salmon going upstream. The crowd. Yeah, exactly. Don't be the salmon going upstream. Go with the crowd and start to slowly like merge across the street and then just duck down an alleyway. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the easiest thing in the world. You know? Have they never played Assassin's Creed? I mean, really, guys? Yeah, thank you. I was just about to say in the first one, there's like the bit with the monks, right? I don't yeah. run past the monks. I go with the monks. Right. Uh, she goes through the parade, gets to the Moscone Center, finds a completely unoccupied computer just sitting in the middle of this convention. Also, guess what? It's hooked up to the internet for some reason. Which it wouldn't be in a real convention center. Oh, no. Are you kidding? They don't have enough bandwidth to, like, support the uh, ATM machines. You gotta do everything in a... <laughs> you gotta do everything in an off, offline mode, like... And, and that's today. Right? <laughs> 25 yeah, I know, years right? later. <laughs> also, the really horrifying thing, so that center is enormous. Yeah. I... I again like worked conferences there that like as big and it's all underground so it's under the city it's under the road they expanded it and it's twice that size now yeah oh geez. it yeah. is like yeah, four square miles underground damn so what you're saying is there's at least one unoccupied computer somewhere in that four square miles no that's the thing they cram <laughs> like how many steve how many people come for uh salesforce oh like 40,000 people? Uh, yeah, 50, 60. Yeah, Something insane? Every year, yeah, they yeah. curve them all downstairs. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> uh, but yeah, on this computer, she's sending an, an email to the FBI and attaching the file from the disk. But then Jack runs up behind like, Hey, what are you doing here, Sandy? Uh, trying to send him this information. She's like, yeah, it's too late. It's already done. I sent it to the FBI. You're already too late. Oh, well, what you don't know, I have a back door into the FBI. Ha ha ha. All I gotta do is hit this escape button. Of course, assuming you haven't switched the disc to some other virus thing. Click. Nope, you, she's not smart enough to do that for sure, right? Oh, oh some, something's wrong. Something's <laughs> wrong. 
And then we get uh, Ruth or whatever saying, Oh my god, it's eating the entire system! Oh, we're losing everything! And I'm just kind of like, okay, that's great. Um, does that mean all the systems that they were hooked into are fucked up now, too? That's what I was saying. <laughs> Did she just destroy the internet? Yeah, <laughs> yeah remember that email he sent to the FBI? Yeah, that's gone, as well as you know, Houston <laughs> Nuclear Electric or whatever, and all those other things. <laughs> all those naval hospital records, they're all gone. Sandy, you just killed the internet. Dun, dun, dun. That actually been kind of cool ending. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, she sends us back to the Stone Age. Yeah. Right. It's like the the way far predecessor to the World's End with Simon <laughs> Pegg was yeah. like, you know what? F it. Just nuke everything. Boom. Oh shit! <laughs> you know the movie we just saw that had that exact ending. Huh. Escape from L.A. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, it does. <laughs> I just realized, like, holy yep. shit, that's exactly that's what it was. Like, exactly. Welcome to the human race. Pew! <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, watching Escape from L.A. That movie is really stupid. It would never happen. really happened. fucking stupid. Why? Nothing in that movie could ever possibly happen. Los Angeles definitely would not become a deportation center. No. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, <laughs> we definitely wouldn't have a, a government that would punish people for being immoral. Oh, boy. Or not fitting in, uh, having a different religion or a different skin color. I don't know, baby. Is he? Is he? Can we? Can we talk? <laughs> <laughs> I. I'm sorry. I'm on a rant. About I, I need to see you over here in the corner, real quick. I need to have a quick word. <laughs> I, I just want to talk about how unrealistic Escape from LA is. <laughs> Nobody would dress in head to toe leather. <laughs> Especially oh in LA. <laughs> well, actually, Folsom Street Fair. I don't, know. I don't kink shame me. That's right. <laughs> it makes me feel alive. All right. So then, uh, uh, yeah, what happens? Over yeah, she shuts down everything. Oh, yeah, they start chasing her through the convention center until they go into one of the back rooms. Again, completely unlocked. You can't get well, back there. Yeah. I'm going to tell you. I- I'm telling you, as somebody who's worked in that convention center, when you work there, you can't get back there. Yeah. They make you walk around. <laughs> yeah, but Jack gets back there and he's like, you should have just been nice and uh, we'd have given you your life back. But no, now we got to kill you. And don't worry, eventually we'll get everything back to normal and it won't mean shit. Uh, I'll, I'll just be out this contract. Oh, well. And then uh, <laughs> Sandy B retaliates with a fire extinguisher to the head. Ah! Boom. <laughs> Oh shit, one more time. Ah, splat on a forklift. Yeah. So anyway, then she casually walks back into the convention. <laughs> By the way, this is... Oh, the- we also have to mention that he manages to shoot Ruth because he just sees a woman running in the dark. Yeah, well, you know, better safe than sorry. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, as she's like walking out, like everybody's like, oh my god, all these... All these computers and everything are showing this Ruth Mark chicks for some reason, and it's all clearing clearing out. And then this we're like, oh yeah, she totally just shut down everything. Oh wow, all right, <laughs> yeah. So uh, so the we then get some more wonderful news exposition where the FBI gets uh, Zuckerberg. I'm sorry, uh, Greg, uh, the CEO <laughs> of Gatekeeper. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, yeah. They, what what did I do? Yeah, they they apprehended <laughs> the billionaire tech mogul. I'm like. <laughs> Oh, 1995. That's so cute. I know. Oh, yeah, and then she uh, goes gardening with her mom over the exposition. Roll credits to an Annie Lennox cover. And it has a weird, like, romantic tone to it. <laughs> it did, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, that's, uh, that's the net. Yep. Greg, Lauren, would you guys recommend, uh, the net? 
Well, I mean, I, it was enjoyable. I just, I think a lot of the film is just, it, it's just sort of obstacles getting in her way. Mm-hmm. It's not like nothing's moving the plot forward, really. Um, but I will say one thing that I do have that I was thankful for is when originally you said we were going to be watching The Net, I was mistaking it for another Sandra Bullock film called Hangman, which was her very first film. Ooh. And I was like, oh, yeah, I've seen that film. She's in it for like a total of five minutes. Why are they choosing this film? And then when we started watching it, I was like, oh, thank God, this is a different movie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because I remembered I got tricked by that movie because they had her on the cover. And I was like, oh, I've never heard of the Sandra Bullock film. And then I watched it and I was like, she's not really in this. We got tricked by Hangman as well. My mom's like, oh, I love the Sandra Bullock. Oh, what's this movie? Yeah. Or it's like the <laughs> Mel Gibson's on the cover and he's in it for like two minutes, some random Australian movie. Like, oh, hey, mate, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. All like right, Brian. have a good day. And it's like, that, that's all you're going to see of him. As opposed to Brian Cranston and Godzilla. Yeah. Where he's... Oh. <laughs> oh, you shysters. <laughs> or every Godzilla fight in that same movie. Uh, I was promised right? two things on the on the poster: <laughs> Brian Cranston and Godzilla. I got nine. <laughs> right. Well, uh, babe, would you recommend this movie? It's it's not bad, but I'm not gonna lie. I was traumatized the whole movie watching her outfit. I was having flashbacks <laughs> to the early '90s when you could not buy a shirt that came below your belly button, and just that like, <laughs> oh, it hits your pant line just perfectly. But just oh, all those just memories of like awkward clothing. Steve, you were you were a tall man in the nineties. Oh, I sure was. How did the uh, the midriff look work for you? I didn't have a choice. <laughs> <laughs> it really wasn't a major issue until I started growing hair in that area, and then uh, people were like, "Can't you Ooh. get a shirt that fits?" I'm like, "I wish I could." <laughs> I just keep growing. Uh, so like, I've been trying to pull my shirt down all day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I. You could pass. I'd rather watch Hackers or Johnny Mnemonic or... Job's War! (laughs) One more man to Job's War. Maybe coming up later this month. Um, It's weird to think this movie came out the same year as While You Were Sleeping. Wow, yeah. 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 Like, very different Sandra Bullock films. Yeah, right. I mean, like, for me... The other big blockbusters it, of 95 where it's, like, Bad Boys, uh... Bad Boys, Bad Boys. Congo. Do, oh, Congo was a fantastic, like, flop of a film, but I loved it. Yeah. Uh, Congo um, is... For me, like, I, I love this movie because it's essentially the game, but it also has Sandy B- Bullock, you know, so I should love it, but it's just so, like, blah, you know, yeah. like... It's it's like an empty thread of oh god don't put all your information on the internet but in ninety five yeah I don't know <laughs> yeah. well yeah well, all right excellent we're gonna take a quick commercial break when we come back we have more beer Ooh. fun facts mm. and what we learn from the net oh I'm in this net. What do you think about the new house, babe? This is the summer house you were talking about? It looks creepy. Do you think it's a great place to raise our deaf kids? Oh, something's gotta be done about those trucks. Oh, no doubt. I already got guys putting in the fence this weekend. Hello there, neighbor. Sir, you're that, uh, boxer fella Creed from the TV, ain't ya? I heard a lot about you. A lot about your family. Hey, Rock, thanks for making the trip, man. I want to introduce you to our neighbor, Judd. Hey, yo, nice to meet you. Any friend of Adonis is a friend of mine. 
Yo, your wife tells me you've been, uh, having trouble sleeping. Keep calling out Apollo's name in the night? I mean, we've all been there, but what's going on? He was killed in the ring when I was a baby, but I just... I wonder if he hadn't if... I don't know. He would have reached out to me or something. Yo, you can't be thinking like that, man. What if I... What if I knew a way to bring him back? Who are you talking about? On the back end of your property there, there's a there's a cemetery. But beyond that, ah, maybe, maybe I've said too much already. You can't do this! Apollo's gone! Adrian's gone! You're the one that always talked about keeping moving forward and rising back up. I can help my dad rise up again. I've got to at least try. I should have never told you about that place. Adonis, uh, someone's at the front door. Who is it? It's your father. Apollo may be back, but he's not the same. Dad, what are you doing? Put down the cat! You have to end this. I will. The only way I know how. You can't do this, kid. It's suicide. You're talking about fighting your dad, but he's a zombie or something. You can't win. I gotta try. For my family. From legendary writer Stephen King, and Academy Award-winning writer and Razzie-nominated director Sylvester Stallone, I'll train you, but you're fighting your family. Tessa Thompson. No, he's fighting for his family. John Lithgow. Don't go down that road. Carl Weathers. And Michael B. Jordan. No, I may have come from you, but I'm sending you back to where I found you. In the final chapter of the Rocky and Pet Cemetery franchises, Creed 3 Pet Cemetery. Coming this fall. Or is it the final chapter? Drago, uh, why did you dig up Adrian's body? Because I wanted to fuck her. And I'm not the only one. Mmm, hey boy. Clubber, you're not allowed back into the franchise. You don't make the rules anymore, chump. Besides, I heard sometimes dead is better. Yo. Hey, do you like movies? Hey, do you like podcasts? If you do, then come on down and listen to the Home Video Hustle podcast, homie. Hustle, hustle. Every Friday, we talk about whatever movie PJ picks out the bag. What does that mean? Well, every Wednesday on our YouTube page, I pick a bunch of movies at random. Sometimes there's a theme to it, sometimes not. PJ picks the movie out, and guess what? We watch it on Friday. We talk about it for about maybe an hour, hour and a half, whatever we feel like doing. Might give you something good to watch, baby. Come on down every Friday. So come get your hustle on with Home Video Hustle. You can find the show on any podcatcher app, or you can come down to homevideohustle.poppin.com. All of them in one place for you, so you can go ahead and binge it like it's Netflix. We ain't the Defenders, yeah. but I like to think we a little bit better than that. <laughs> Come out at you boys, man. Come chill with us. Peace. Peace. Hey, this is Brendan Steer, the director of the Velocipaster, and you're listening to everything I learned from movies. And we're back. Oh my god, Steve, those are the greatest ads that have added in the history of adding. Oh, she said it. They get better every week. Yeah, well, after all this uh running around and taking showers, I'm a little parched. I'm a little too sober, so get me a beer. <laughs> Well, luckily, we have from Salt Flats Brewing here in Salt Lake City, Utah, the Tank Slapper Double Rye Ale. Woo! 
Nine percent alcohol by volume. Where Excellent. the desert meets the mountains. Woo! Uh, oh yeah, our double rye India pale ale, hop forward, rye spiced, heavy slapper. What? <laughs> okay. Hey Steve, slap me. <laughs> Might be never to read cans. All right, and oh, let me want to pop my top. Ah, my top. Oh, he said it. And the poor. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, this is a beautiful, like, golden, like, auburn-colored beer. It's got a nice off-white foamy head. Oh, lots wow. of tiny bubbles. Tiny Ooh. Bubbles that has a hoppy aroma yeah. on it. Lots of pine. Oh, wow. A little bit of floral. A little bit of earthy notes. Steve's gone in for the sip. Oh, wow. That is really good. Does yeah. that make you want to slap a tank? It totally does. Um... <laughs> Woo. Yeah, good, uh, good multi backbone. Uh, yeah, this is an... actually fairly light for being nine percent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> kind of dangerous. dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely like kind of a florally hop. Uh, delightful, a little bit of pine on there. Good multi backbone. Yeah. yeah, and thank you to Janet of Gypsy Nails for this beer. It's my birthday gift. Yeah. All right. Who would be interested in some fun facts? Only if they're super fun. Nine percent already catching up with us. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Starting off, Rotten Tomatoes. Greg Lauren, what do you think the critics thought of the net? Oh, what do I think? The, I did not look this up. I will say first of all. So this is just me purely guessing. Perfect. I usually, in my opinion, the critics are not in line with my opinions. You know, well, so. Yeah. My opinion is a bit higher, but I'm going to say the critics probably thought 35%. I feel like they probably panned this a bit. You know, maybe they saw a few chestnuts in there, but I think they probably didn't like it. <laughs> oh, I didn't see any chestnuts. <laughs> uh, how about you, Lauren? Um, I'm going to go a little higher. I'm going to go like a 40%. Well, thanks for prices writing me. Yeah, right. <laughs> how about you, babe? Ooh, um, I mean, this made a ton of money. Critics love Sandy Bullock. Nobody knew anything about the internet back in '95. <laughs> also true. So it's it was believable. I seem to like. I seem to remember people really enjoying this movie um, because I remember watching it and going, "Why?" So I'm gonna say 62. It certified fresh, but just barely. Forty percent with the critics. Ooh. So I oh. think that makes it <laughs> uh, But the audience score—that's the important one. Any... Seven. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Izzy says seven. How about you two? Um, I think this is a rare instance where maybe the audiences are a little bit tougher on it. So I'm going to go like 30. I, as much as I want to like try to use logic, my gut just saying 47. So I'm going to go 47%. Greg wins 44%. Oh, so yeah, about the same as the, as the critics. Yeah. Uh, $22 million budget, worldwide gross, wait for it, $110 million. Hey, Steve, on another episode, we're going to touch on a little bit on uh, why that is. But do you have a fun fact about why that is? I sure do. Uh, so this came out like um, around the same time as a little movie called Hackers previously mentioned on this, uh, this, on this episode. Basically, Hackers set up a website that was like hacktheplanet.com or something like that to promote their their movie. And uh, it was it basically said, go watch the net instead. Everybody did. <laughs> yeah. You know, thinking they were like being That's sarcastic amazing. or whatever. Everybody did. $110 million budget. Any guesses what hackers made? Seven. I know. Didn't do well. Seven. Which blew my I'm, mind. 
I have a feeling whoever came up with that publicity stunt no longer oh, works. Yeah, they totally got fired. <laughs> <laughs> they became Ruth Marks at that point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you will never work in this industry again. Yeah, because yeah, okay, like you think today, everybody references hackers. Mm-hmm. Who has ever quoted the net? <laughs> I couldn't tell you a single line that happens in the net other than maybe a generic, hello. Yeah. <laughs> Surely, right? <laughs> Cyber Bob. Yeah, that's a better one. <laughs> uh, oh, actually, on that note, Angela's chat room contact Cyber Bob tells her about the Praetorians, an Illuminati-esque group, which he states has an, uh, has an affiliation with Wall Street. In reality, this is the name of an extremist private... Oh my gosh. Extremely private internet and corporate security company in Texas whose customers actually do work in Wall Street. Mm. Mm. Illuminati! Okay, guys, maybe you can help me with this because I must have missed it. Apparently, this is one of the few PG 13 rated movies permitted to use the word fuck in a sexual context. When did that happen? I'm going to guess probably on the boat. Like, right before he's yeah, about to shoot her? Oh, I'm glad I fucked your brains right. out before I'm going to shoot you. I don't remember that line at all. No, but I, that, <laughs> I would just think like that this or with the most Dennis aggressive Miller. conversation. Yeah, I, I'm, I agree. I think it probably happened on the boat. Okay. Ooh, or their pillow talk, like when she was talking about the two other people she slept oh, with. Oh, yeah. Yeah, then the I fucked my shrink. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, yeah. It was probably something like that. Yeah, okay. I can see that. Or like, hey, it was a good fuck, you know. How long ago was that? Nine years? Yeah. <laughs> what year is this? Yeah. <laughs> Reagan was president. I remember that. Uh, the building used for the exterior shots of Cathedral Software is located at 1 Post Street in San Francisco, also known as the McKesson Building. Yeah, we used to walk past it all oh, yeah, the time. All the time. <laughs> it does look like an evil headquarters. It really does. That in the, uh, was the Flood Building or whatever? The Flood like Building up absolutely looks like it's an evil headquarters or it's uh, secretly one of the John Wick uh, hideouts. Yeah, the fucking, uh, <laughs> the Continental or whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nothing like that butt plug, t- I'm sorry, Salesforce Tower. <laughs> the butt plug of San Francisco. <laughs> For those of you guys who don't know, look up Salesforce Tower, San Francisco. It is now currently the largest building in San Francisco, and it's shaped like a giant butt plug. I'm Googling it right now. (laughs) He's like panning the skyline of San Francisco. Wow, what a magical... What the fuck is that? And it it goes along perfectly with the penis tower. Wow. I mean, Coit Tower. Coit Tower, yeah. Wow, I just saw it, yeah. Tell me that doesn't look like a giant butt plug. (laughs) Right, it it kind of does, or maybe like a uh, 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 enlarged bullet. Yeah. yeah, and the tip lights up. Oh yeah. Oh god. Like, <laughs> like, like like I mean, not just lights up. It has the uh, uh, like it's almost like a screen. Like it, yeah, it, people yeah, walking they can project. By a, yeah. yeah, they they sometimes film people walking under it and like project it outward. Yeah. Well, it's not quite the. Um, there's that building in uh, London. I think they call it the erotic cucumber or something. Oh yeah, I yeah, don't yeah. That. yeah. <laughs> that one really looks like. <laughs> I mean, it's no golden poo that's in Japan, but. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, I found some information. Angela Bennett's favorite drink is similar to a martini, mixing gin and vermouth, but garnished with a pearl onion instead of an olive. It is called a Gibson. Likely a reference to William Gibson, who is recognized as the godfather of cyberpunk fiction. He coined the term cyberspace in 1984 novel Neuromancer. I believe that was actually uh, 
a fun fact in Hackers, too, that um, yeah. Moxie brought up. Yeah, nice. Hmm. Yeah. I, f- I feel like it, that drink is just, like, the really uncool version of, like, a James Bond. Yeah. Like, I, I felt the same way. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, like, for me, like, I can't stand olives, so, like, I want to be Bond, but I don't like olives. What can I do? <laughs> it's, like, the hick version of You James know you Bond. don't have to eat the olive, right? Yeah, but it's there. Yeah, well, well, <laughs> yeah but like, I'm drunk and it's in a glass. Yeah, they said it's like a martini, but I can have a cough drop instead of an olive. Yeah, sure, why not? Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, what did we learn from the net? Uh, Greg, Lauren, when do you want to go first? Uh, don't go on boats with strange men. Walk around with your birth certificate and social security card with you at all times. Right. Don't trust the internet. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, babe? Don't meet with strangers on the internet, yeah. <laughs> Cyber Bob is definitely not a child predator. <laughs> um, I learned that uh, it must be true because the DMV says so. Because <laughs> they've never done anything incorrectly. Fucking Christ. Uh, I I also learned that apparently to get into any convention, you just have to look like Sandra Bullock. Yeah. So it doesn't hurt. It helps. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, I also learned that you can threaten someone's life and then still think that they'll want to go out with you afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. I, I, I learned if you see somebody with a gun in their pocket, you want it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Such an awkward scene <laughs> where it's like, all right, get ready to kill this chick. Oh, apparently she wants uh, mm. she wants a little bit of this oh. jack. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> I learned that beaches generate their own uh, Wi-Fi. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's all silicon. Sand is silicon. Yeah. Well, Greg, Lauren, thank you so much for joining us here on Everything I Learned From Movies. Uh, I understand you also have a podcast. We do. We, we actually have several. <laughs> um, we can be found at Movie Date Night, where we talk about movies, basically. Um, I We take turns showing each other a movie that we love that the other hasn't seen. Um, and see if our relationship can then survive that. <laughs> Ask me how it's going so far. That's good. Yeah. Um, all right. Everything no. I from date night. <laughs> right? Um, we also have our podcast, uh, Friday's Game Nights, where we talk about our love for board games, escape rooms, things like that. And uh, we do that once a month, and that's uh, at at Game Friday. At Game Friday. Mm-hmm. And both can be found anywhere podcasts are available. Excellent. Uh, babe, are you on social media at all? I am. You can find me at Untidy Venus just about everywhere, especially over at Etsy. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. Uh, you can also find all kinds of my art and fun stuff, uh, both at my Etsy shop and over at Izzy Creates, I-Z-Z-Y-C-R-E-A-T-E-S, on Redbubble, where they uh, print on demand my art on everything from uh, face masks to wall clocks. Excellent. Also with that uh, movie date night, uh, I understand you guys have a James Bond fantasy draft thing going on? We do, and you guys are actually part of yeah. it. Um, we, I have my uh, series, the movie Fantasy Draft, James Bond, Roger Moore Select Edition. <laughs> um, as of uh, yeah, late May, early June, we've gone through about three of the films, the third of which was A View to a Kill, which you guys went pretty much all in yeah, on. Yeah, we did. <laughs> that is the, <laughs> most, go for the best. Let's face it. That is the most Bond movie that ever Bond in the history of Bond. 
Well put, Izzy. Well put. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we're just uh, measuring all the different things. It's kind of like a fantasy draft where you're picking a bond as your quarterback, you know, picking a uh, a hench person almost like your your linebacker, you know. And yeah, we're just measuring the different uh, actions that each of these characters take in the film, scoring them and seeing who can make the best fantasy James Bond uh, movie. Well, it's fantasy football for movie geeks. Yeah, because yeah, I don't do sports. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Yeah, definitely check those out. Babe, hypothetically speaking, mm-hmm. uh, let's see, what's a good one here? <laughs> I haven't even thought about this one. Let's, You've just let, gotten out of a shower. Yeah, I was just going to say, I just got out of my, my fifth shower of the day, and uh, I want to feel fresh and energized, though, because it's been a long day. Um, is there some place I could go to, I don't know, get that way? Uh, yeah, I would head over to frankieandmur.com where they've, uh, they do aromatherapy made fun. It's uh, all natural essential oils, the super high quality, and uh, yeah, they're uh, blended to help revive you or help you get to sleep. Are, are you going to be spending the night hacking or are you going to be more like, are you looking to, uh, to have a romantic encounter maybe on a boat or well, do you just need to catch some 40 winks? Well, here's the thing. Um, my passport and all my credit cards are, have been lost. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Some guy tried to kill me after he banged me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I'm just going to call it a night. I also don't have a lot of money. Is there a way I could save some money there at frankiemer.com? Yeah, I would definitely get some of the uh, pick up some of that forty winks spray. It's got lavender and chamomile, frankincense and vetiver. Super soothing, guaranteed Ooh. to knock you right out. Uh, and if you want to save a couple of bucks, I'd use promo code Venus, like the goddess, at checkout and save fifteen percent and help this year podcast out. Also, orders over thirty five dollars ship free. Excellent. I'll have to do that. Uh, by the way, uh, frankieandmur.com, they're not protected by Gatekeeper, are they? Oh, no, they can't afford anything like that. Oh, okay, perfect. <laughs> That's Venus, the god, the, the goddess that rhymes with penis. Is but the it's special not spelled that way. 15%. You're going to screw wow. them up. They're going to go, man, this code doesn't even work. Venus, fire, desire. Yeah. yeah. And, of course, we're, everything I learned from movies, you can catch us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at EILF Movies. We're on all the podcatchers. Yeah, we're doing stuff. Uh, we're going to continue yeah. plowing through the internet here Just in July. Plowing through it. And then, uh, like an assassin through Sandy Bullock. That's right. <laughs> we, plowing through it like a Venus with a penis. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on that note, until next time, I'm Steve. I'm Izzy. I'm Lauren. I'm Greg. And this is <laughs> Everything I Learned From Movies. Have a good night, everybody. We don't have a little kitchen, though. <laughs> it's because we can't sing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>